This is Welcome to Dylan's House, our family's real-life story navigating autism and how it inspired us to pay it forward. Join us, meet us, give back. Dylan'sHouse.org. Welcome back, everyone, to Welcome to Dylan's House. I'm Kevin Shope, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Amy. Say hi, Amy. Hi. I wonder if he's going to call me lovely, but you'll be able to tell if we're in a fight if he just says I'm here with my wife. Yeah. So this is, we're recording our third episode, and I think I've used lovely, or did I use beautiful once? I don't know. I'm going to have to come up with some more adjectives for future episodes. Yes. I don't think that'll be a problem. You have but, plenty um, of other ones you use that maybe aren't as kind. No, I don't think that's true. <laughs> But we are um, Kevin and Amy Shope, and we are doing this podcast to tell our story of raising a son with autism. So really sharing some some real and, and raw things about uh, our journey. And eventually we'll get to how that turned into us starting our own nonprofit uh, about a year ago to help other families who are going through the same challenges that we did. The good news is, um, while the challenges never completely end, our family is in a really good place right now. So our, our daughter, uh, 19-year-old daughter, Anderson, is a sophomore in college. And Dylan, who transitioned out of our home at age 17, is now 22 um, and lives in his own home with 24-7 caregiver support. Yes. And a lot to unwrap there on a later episode. But today we wanted to do an episode on holidays. So this is probably going to come out sometime right smack dab in the middle of the holiday season. So we thought it would be a good topic for today. And, you know, some of the the challenges and probably some of the funny stories, too, we had in our family with holidays uh, when our kids were growing up. So why don't we start, Amy, with Halloween and trick-or-treat? I think we touched on this in an earlier episode, but... What are some of some memories of Halloween and trick or treat as kids were growing up? Well, we did talk about this before, and holidays in general are are tough because it's like the happiest time for for most people. And you know, what do you think of when you think of holidays? Families right. and food and gatherings, and a lot of those things were hard um in our situation but trick or treat i always had like the highest expectations not you know i'm the mom that listen i'm not creative i didn't make costumes i i never came up with the best costume i feel like anderson probably really got the shaft because i was always so i don't know if exhausted the word or just really trying to keep my head above water that i don't even remember what half the costumes were i mean i have like the pictures but and Dylan didn't want to dress up. I mean, maybe a lot of kids really don't. But again, we've said this before. We lived in this great neighborhood. We lived on a cul-de-sac. You know, the the families. Trick or treat was a social event. It was in our neighborhood back then, right? It was. So it wasn't just the kids, but all of the parents would be out. You know, either on their porches, sitting together in the yard having a glass of wine or a beer, you know, it was, it was almost like a street party, right? It was. And it was something that we couldn't participate in. They'd have like, you know, they'd pull a wagon, some of them with their alcohol Mm -hmm. and, you know, and the kids were, 
Listen, I never realized that like a typical child, I mean, obviously Anderson, but you know, the kids would be off up ahead, trick or treating. The moms would be sitting in the driveway, like you mentioned. And, and I've even said this in some blogs that I've written and Facebook posts. I was so jealous of those moms and there were people that I liked. They weren't people that I disliked, but I wanted to be sitting in the driveway, Mm -hmm. having a glass of wine, passing out candy while my kids were off trick or treating but it just wasn't in the cards because even when Anderson did go with friends, we still had Dylan. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to have your door unlocked for two hours when you were used to, you know, when we finally gave up on the idea that we would walk around and do typical trip or, trick or treating with him. Some people listening might wonder why we even tried, but I feel like. Everything I ever did when they were little and growing up, I just constantly held out hope, like you even mentioned in the first episode, Mm -hmm. that you never know. Maybe this would be the year when it would click and Dylan would have fun and he would want to do it and we could get the pictures. Um, But that never, ever happened. And I finally had some of the best Halloweens when he was older, 15, 16, 17, with him and I staying home and passing out the candy And he would ride his scooter the way our house was set up. You know, you could kind of go in a big circle inside the house. And we didn't care. We let him ride his scooter inside the house. Yeah, it's funny. Not that I forgot that, but when we were talking in the earlier episode about our house being a a war zone, I forgot about the scooter riding. So so we literally had, you know, a a two-story home and the first floor dining room, living room, family room, kitchen, and you could literally make like a loop through all four rooms. And that was Dylan's scooter track. So yes. again, there are a lot of things, um, you know, I think of his diet, I think of other things, but a lot of things that, you know, we had to, and we still do pick our battles with Dylan, right? right. And the scooter riding inside was a battle that we weren't going to fight. So he had free no. reign to ride his scooter um, inside the house and, and did so on a regular basis. And like scratches on the walls because the scooter mm-hmm. would like scratch a lot. I don't care because he was occupied. And I mean, sometimes he was naked riding his scooter. Sure. Naked scooter riding. Right. I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Right. And, and the and the other thing, and I know we're getting off topic a little bit, but the other amazing thing about Dylan is he would always be listening to music while he was riding his scooter. So he would literally have, I mean, he has an iPad now. I think back in the day he had like a, a Kindle or... He even had, like, a portable DVD player. Like, CD player, right? CD player. And whatever device he was listening to music on, he would always have headphones. And, you know, he doesn't use the AirPods. They were headphones with wires connected to the device. And he would somehow be able to ride this scooter and carry or balance whatever the, the device was and change songs and do everything while, he, not not stopping, while he was riding a scooter. Oh, and lots of times with a bag of chips, too. There you go. I mean, he always had a bag of chips on Living him. Living the life. There you so, go. So, yeah, he would, like, slam the door shut with the trick-or-treaters. But, I mean, Halloween, you know, Halloween, it is what it is. It's It's one day but when you think of thanksgiving and christmas and the traditions that they carry for everyone regardless of what your religion is and just wanting to be around friends and family and they were really hard for dylan because to go to somebody else's house was definitely hard so of course i always wanted to have the holidays at our house because it was it was a lot easier for us it was a controlled environment for us right 
So as, as it brought its own challenges, but if we went to someone else's house, that was a new environment, an environment we didn't have control over the way we did our own house. So Thanksgiving, when I think of Thanksgiving, I mean, I feel like I've been having it for so long. My mom passed away when I was 35, which was horrible. Dylan was six. Anderson was three. So up to that point, I know she had Thanksgiving and we would go over there and we just somehow dealed with it, dealt with it. But then after she passed away, I started having it. So then you're throwing in like, you know, cooking the meal and trying to like watch Dylan. And one thing with Dylan we haven't brought up is he always wanted to go for rides in the car. He would get real bored. So, and he'd get stir crazy. And I'm talking, I don't know, 10, 12 rides a day. So you could be right in the middle of, you know, peeling mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and everybody's coming over and your table's set and he wants to go for a ride. And if you don't take him, mm-hmm. He is full-on tantrum. The behaviors start, right? So, you know, that's something we hadn't talked about. But it's almost like the pressure would build up. And the only way that you could relieve it was to take Dylan somewhere in the car, right? So it's hard to describe if you didn't live it. But, like, during the day when Dylan was awake, he would get bored or get unsettled or just to the point after – hour and a half, two hours, maybe two and a half hours, he would need to go somewhere. And it would almost kind of relieve whatever pressure was built up inside him. And then he'd come home, he'd be okay for a couple of more hours. So we were constantly, and a lot of times it was through drive throughs right? Yeah. And Dylan's diet, again, will be another episode. But, you know, I know Taco Bell was a favorite. Duncan was a favorite. You know, whether he ate what we got him or not was probably 50-50, but it was just whatever in his mind to get out of the house, do something, would just kind of relieve the pressure. And Mm -hmm. to your point on holidays, especially Thanksgiving and especially Christmas, and especially 10, 15 years ago, it's a little bit different now, stuff wasn't open on holidays. Right. Right? So you couldn't go to the Taco Bell, you know, five minutes from the house or the McDonald's 10 minutes from the house. Because they weren't open for the holiday. So literally, one of us, I remember on Christmases, I'm jumping in, but, you know, or Thanksgivings would take turns driving him to the McDonald's at a truck stop 25 minutes away because it was the only thing that was open on the holiday. Right. And taking him there multiple times throughout the day because that was the only way to kind of settle him back down. And my dad, I can remember, my dad would help a lot because then, of course, you and I would get in a fight because you don't want to stop what you're doing all the time and no. go for a ride. Right. So we'd get in a fight about who was going to take him, who's taking him more, whose turn is it, mm-hmm. who's going to do it. And, you know, my dad was the most amazing human. Sometimes he would come over to our house just to take Dylan for a ride for me. I would call him on like a Saturday morning or a Sunday. I was so stressed and he'd take him. Or if it was a holiday, my poor dad would show up Christmas Day and Dylan's losing his mind. So he'd take him Mm -hmm. for us. And I can remember it sounds so crazy. They'd be gone like 45 minutes. And I would feel like so relieved that I had 45 minutes. I would never really drink during the day on a holiday. You couldn't because you're driving him around. Get in the car and take Dylan for a ride. So... I couldn't like sit there and have wine. And again, it's the same as like I dreaded weekends. Really, I was so happy when Thanksgiving and Christmas were over. It's horrible because we do have some amazing memories, but it's such a hard day because first of all, it's hard for Dylan. It's out of his routine. There's so many things going on. People are coming. He just, 
he didn't want to participate in all those things. Mm -hmm. So I can remember just really feeling sorry for myself, but yet also being so happy for like a 45 minute break that I didn't have to do one of the rides. So, and, and just so you could do some of the norm, like, you know, normal. normal, typical, I know we use those words, but you know, things that you, that you would do on a holiday, right? Like sit visit, down and visit eat a piece with of families, pie. <laughs> eat a piece of pie. Like if you're a guy, watch the football game, you know, whatever the case is. So my, I don't know, favorite, but another Thanksgiving story, a more recent one that comes to mind. And I'll set this up a little bit, but we'll go back here in the future and obviously talk about a lot of this stuff. I'm going to mention a lot more, but Dylan transitioned out of our house when he was 17 years old. And for a while, he didn't come back to our house because we thought it would be confusing for him. And again, something we'll go into more detail in the future, but Thanksgiving after he had moved out of our home came around and we were actually fortunate enough several years ago to buy a house near Lake Erie, about an hour from where we live. And we did it at the time because it was somewhere we could, since we couldn't go on vacations, we could take the kids on the weekends. And probably that's another topic. But Dylan had moved out, didn't want to bring him back to our house. It's like Thanksgiving. You're not going to spend it with your kids. So we decided... Looking back on it, I think it, it was, was my your idea. idea. It was probably a really bad idea. It was your Although idea. Although for the most part, a lot of it worked out a lot better than it could have. But so we decided, you know, we'll we'll pick up Dylan. You know, we'll take Anderson. The four of us will go up to the lake house the night before Thanksgiving. We'll make the entire Thanksgiving dinner there ourselves, right? And I'll take some <laughs> of the blame for that too, because I'm a very traditional guy, and I need a traditional Thanksgiving dinner, right? I need the turkey, the stuffing, the gravy, and all all the stuff, right? So my dear wife, we go up there, <laughs> took all the groceries. While we have Dylan and Anderson there at our lake house, you know, she made the entire Thanksgiving dinner. It was around midday on Thanksgiving. So wait, I think we should back up just okay. a little bit. You forgot the keys. This is what started the whole thing. Good point. So, so I, you I forgot, forgot the keys. We went, got up there. I forgot the keys to the house. Now, luckily, we have a lockbox up there with an extra set of keys. So we were able to get to those keys. Mm-hmm. So back to my story. Fast forward, you know, midday Thanksgiving whole dinner is going to be ready soon. And again, this goes back to Dylan was kind of restless, right? And we need to do something, take him somewhere to take off the pressure. Well, you know, you talk about somewhere where where nothing is open on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Um, Up at the lake, literally, there's nowhere you can take him. So we decided, even though I remember, I don't know how cold it was, but I remember the lake was frozen even. Yeah. We decided to go for a walk by the lake, the four of us. Like drive down to drive the Drive down to the lake, go mm-hmm. for a walk, release his pressure, bring back, come back. Dinner would almost be ready and, you know, we'd yeah. be good to go. So went down, went for a walk, you know, beautiful sunny day, even though it was cold, come back. And I'm sure you're going to correct me here because I probably won't remember it exactly right, but somehow realized that we didn't have the house was locked and we Mm -hmm. didn't have the case yes and being the jerk that i am i think i blamed you somehow i mean this could be this could be an episode there's not gonna be an an episode on this but um and we had no way to get in this house and 
Thanksgiving dinner was literally on the stove, ready to go. Yeah, like the turkey was probably in the oven. But yeah, we couldn't get in the house, nor could we get in the car was locked. Nothing. I right. maybe had one cell phone. It's like 30 degrees outside. I mean, freezing. Like, and yes. Dylan is losing his mind because yes. he doesn't understand. Yes. So he's, I went over to the neighbor. You probably don't remember. There was, I'm sorry, there was a, a guy living across the street who was a little questionable. Right. Doesn't live there now. Right. I went flying over there like a maniac. He probably feared for his life, asking if he had any ideas of how. I mean, we had like no tools, nothing. Well, we, we had tools. Well, I don't know where you found that. that so was, I don't know if we had the, again, the, I don't know where, it, but somehow, somewhere I found a hammer. So yeah. again, Consider the situation. We're all panicking. We're all like upset. So I get this bright idea. I have a hammer and I go around back and there are windows in the back room. And I somehow think I can like take the claw of the hammer and like pry it up, leverage like Jimmy open the window. So I try to do that. And of course, the hammer like slips out of my hand, goes right through the window. So the good news is, is I was able to get in the house. The bad news is, is I broke a window and we had shattered glass all over the back room. Yeah, because you literally then took the hammer and just I did. cracked once it. Once the window was open, I was like once the window was broken to start, I was just yeah, like, Yeah, you just okay, shattered it. In, right? He comes around the front of the house where I have the two kids, Anderson's bawling, and Dylan's like ready to like lose his mind. And he comes around the front of the house and says, I just broke a window. <laughs> So, as a matter of fact, I think sometimes he came through the house. You got to do what you got to do sometimes. So, I didn't see any other solution. We did sit down and eat Thanksgiving dinner. I think everyone was crying. Not you. But I think the three of us were crying. We pulled it together. We pulled it together and we still sat down and had a Thanksgiving dinner. Somehow you boarded up the back window and yep. we ended up going home after shortly after. So, that was a we great did. Thanksgiving. So, what, um, how about Christmas. Christmas is, I mean, there's so many, you know, different memories with Christmas. And one thing that's really funny is Dylan does not like to open presents. He hates to open presents. <laughs> He's done some pretty hilarious things. But like the theme, you know, you want like, hey, you should buy your child presents for Christmas. And Dylan could care less. He doesn't care. He could care less what he gets for his birthday. He could care less what he gets for Christmas. No, he doesn't care. And if you ask him what he wants, he'll say presents. That's right. And so it was always hard because, you know, you try to take turns and let them open presents, you know, and we, again, we pretty much had Christmas at our house, but lots of times we'd then go, you know, Kevin's parents lived about an hour away from us. So we... You know, same thing. We would drive there, whether it be Christmas Day. Traditionally, we'd spend Christmas Eve with my family. And again, when my dad was alive, it was so amazing. He would take my older brother would have Christmas Eve and my dad would take Dylan and we would go to mass, me and you and Anderson. And again, just that hour, hour and a half was amazing. And then we'd drive out to my brother's house and I would hear about how Dylan has been so amazing. He was so perfect. And the second we would walk in the door, he'd want to leave. We would just get there for Christmas Eve and be so excited. I want to see my family. Mm -hmm. And Dylan's ready to go. Mm -hmm. So we would maybe stay 15 minutes because he'd be screaming. And then we'd go home. And then maybe we'd go to your parents on Christmas Day, which, you know, we talked. It was the same old issues with the toileting. And yep. he didn't want to open presents. We have videos that are funny of him. 
you know, yelling about opening presents, throwing well, presents in the trash. Well, I, okay, I thought you were going to tell that story. So I can th- tell that it. that story is was hilarious. So there are there are a lot of, and we probably need to focus uh, on some of the hilarious and and cute and funny things Dylan has done over the years. But I remember your dad. Um, I don't know if I, I have a feeling you probably bought it I from your dad, it. and but it was from your dad. dad, and it was a lap desk, right? Yeah, so, Toy Story. If you don't know what a lap desk is? It's yeah, it sits on desk. your lap, it's like a pillow and then you with write... a desk on top. Yeah, of it, right. Um, and it was a Toy Story one, which that is one of t- to this day is one of Dylan's favorite movies. He still watches on a regular basis, and we handed Dylan the present. He opened it up, took one look at it. Picked it up, walked across the room to the trash can, and put the lap desk right in the, the trash entire, can. Which my dad thought was the most hilarious thing. I thought thing he was going to lose his mind. Yes. He was laughing so hard. He thought it was hilarious. Yeah. And Dylan will still, like, if you get him a pair of pants or a sweatshirt or something, he'll just, like, throw it down or he'll try to throw it away with the rest of the trash. Right. It's pretty funny. Now I usually just get him chips, like, something that he really wants. Mm-hmm. And his needs are pretty, what not his needs, his wants are pretty minimal. But yeah, holidays, I think that there's a lot of families out there that are struggling in the same way because we all have these ideals. And unfortunately, whether we see them on social media or on the Hallmark channel or how we grew up um, of how a holiday should look. And then when you're trying to navigate it with someone that has some special needs, it can be really disappointing because... And you bring up a good point because I think, you know, we were both very fortunate to grow up in very loving families, immediate families, extended families. You know, we both had very traditional holidays growing up where the presents, the dinners, the going to to other relatives' houses over the holidays, um, all that stuff was stuff that you know, we both grew up with, and I think we just took for granted. Yes. So it's definitely hard to feel like you're excluded or because you've had to exclude yourself from a family gathering. So holidays look a little bit different, you know, these days. So let's talk about that real quick, right? Let's, yes. let's end on a, a more optimistic note. So Again, topic for a future episode, but our son Dylan transitioned out of our house when he was 17, now living in his own home with caregiver support. And what do holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, what do they look like now the past couple of years? Well, it's nice because Dylan visits and really, you know, a lot of people probably wonder why we don't have him for the entire day, but he wants to get back to his house and his environment. So he can come over for two, three hours see family, hang out with us, and then go back to his house, whether I can go over there again in the morning or later at night, depending on what the day is. But he seems to be a lot happier because for Dylan, routine is key. So it doesn't matter to him whether it's Christmas or Thanksgiving. He likes his routine. Mm -hmm. So I still feel guilty to this day that I can have a couple glasses of wine on Thanksgiving or Christmas, and I can sit down and have a conversation with my brother and my nieces and my sister-in-laws and have some beverages and some pie. But I mean, that's what it's all about, right? It is. And a couple of, of thoughts, and then I think we'll go ahead and wrap up. But first of all, there are a lot more things open now 
than there Correct. were back in the day. So that helps the situation. Things don't seem to close on holidays the way they used to. But the other point I just wanted to, to make that you mentioned is, you know, Dylan will come over for a couple of hours on, on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, but it's a couple hours because that's what works for him too, right? So he doesn't want, even when he comes over on Sundays, right? He's there an hour and a half, two hours. He's ready to get out of there and get back to his house, right? And that's not that he doesn't want to spend time with his family or spend time with us, but that's what works for Dylan, right? He, he wants to go back to his own environment. He wants that routine. So it really works out well for everybody now on holidays. And I think we're in a, a much better place looking back where we were in the past. Exactly. So. Yes. So I think we'll wrap up uh, our episode today. Thanks, everyone, for joining. And as this will probably be coming uh, out over the holidays, um, hope everyone has a safe and happy and healthy holiday season. Yes, I couldn't agree more. Cheers. Until next time. Thanks, everyone. Welcome to Dylan's House was made possible by our partnership with Dandelion, Inc., Follow our journey at Dylan's House on Facebook and TikTok. This is Dylan's House on Instagram. And learn more about us at dylanshouse.org. If you like our stories at Welcome to Dylan's House, please subscribe, like, and share.